um, on your end? Oh, I'm pretty good. Uh, it's been a, a weird weather pattern in here in New Orleans. I mean, it's, yesterday I had to, like, keep the water running because I guess the, the pipes would freeze. So that's, yeah. I haven't had to do that in a while, uh, especially when I was in L.A., um, and I just took a trip in LA. I had to move a couple of things out of one of my studios into another studio. So, um, I've just been juggling a lot, you know, but I think I, I'm happiest when I'm busy. So it feels good. Nice. All right. So global warming volume one is dropping, uh, February 19th. Uh, what should your fans expect from uh, that project? My favorite track, you said? No. What should your fans expect from that project? Oh, what's uh, a full collaborative Um, I think I'd always wanted to do a collaborative project with only New Orleans artists and really mm-hmm. uh, executive produce it. So this is my first time, um, you know, behind the boards in a different capacity in terms of, like, arranging, sequencing. I do that already for my project, but to have 20-plus artists, 10-plus producers, it felt like it was something that um, I could have uh, – uh, uh, well, really, I could be a part of that mm-hmm. uh, that allowed me to to work with my friends <laughs> from like yeah. that I've known for such a long time. So I think uh, people should expect um, really an amazing, an amazing body of work that's authentically New Orleans um, and it is representative of the new culture that is uh, New Orleans music, especially in rap and R and B. Nice. All right. So, do you have any personal favorites from this uh, album? Oh hell yeah! Okay, so I got uh, I got a few. Um, first one I would say is really, really that one. It features uh, James Seville and Crucial. That's uh, I produced that. Um, that is one of the funniest records. I don't know if you've heard the project yet. Like as soon as you get a link, you need to listen to that song if you haven't, and let me know what you think. Um, <laughs> I like that one. I love Technicolor is another one with uh, Dominic Scott. Uh, Troop and uh, Latranium. That is an amazing record. Ivory, which is Malik, 95, uh, myself, and Jizzle. And then I'd also say uh, 504, obviously. That's Well, that's like, without a doubt, that is probably one of the most important records, I feel like, on, on, on the album, just in terms of showing all of the New Orleans uh, uh like in like kind of into this like unique song it's, it's awesome um and and that one's crucial myself and uh fleas produced by Nio da vinci and uh the late great Nio. but yeah mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 an incredible record i really like damn near uh, all of them are my favorites so mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'd say those are my top four did i mention four or five so. that all right so Growing up in New Orleans, um, I know that there are so many, uh, like, legendary artists that come from that area. Uh, who were some of your musical inspirations uh, growing up and being in, in that area? Um, good question. I'd say, like, Mystical, uh, which I know is interesting. Uh, mystical, uh, Wayne, obviously. Um, <laughs> currently, for sure. Um Master P as far as the business side, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also records, he had hits back then, and they were churning out a lot of records, too. I, I thought that, like, the volume of how they created was very inspiring, too. 
I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. uh, New Orleans artists, like, in that era were very prolific. So I think the yeah. idea of, like, making as much music as possible um, is something that I definitely took from them and, like, being okay to, like, just create and not think too much. Um, but those those three, I'd say, Wayne's Currency and um, yeah. Mystical originally. Yeah, and Currency. Then, what's up? I'm sorry. I said Currency is one of my favorites as well, so. I'd add oh yeah, <laughs> too real, too real. And then uh, you know, quite a tech. I really listen. Like I, PJ Morton. I think oh, he's yeah. not in a rap scene, but like really yeah. influences me musically. I think like in terms of I, I love R and B sounding type of beats. I love more of a jazzier, uh, mixed with gospel type of influence. And I know he's more gospel, but um, and soul, but. It, it, it kind of trickles down <laughs> to some of the records even on this project. So he's definitely an influence. Got it. So working with all those people, I want to actually, so I have a separate question based on like your dream collaboration, but when you just mentioned all those people from, um, from uh, New Orleans, who is one person that you haven't gotten an opportunity to work with um, artist wise in New Orleans, like in that area that you would like to work with? Oh, oof. Yeah. Um, John Baptiste. Oh, nice. He's like a he's a he's a singer, correct? Yeah, and pianist. He's like a pianist. He's amazing. Um, and I have a lot of admiration for like just his his playing skills, and I've listened to a lot of his music growing up. I've I've kind of also the the cool thing about him is like. I've seen him come into a room and just play the keys and transform uh, the audience. And, like, whenever you have somebody that's, like, a, a real musician, a real player um, who can do that, it's it's something special about that. So, uh, Definitely. Think- okay. So you also, also just mentioned that um, you would like to work with Master P, but you said from the business side of things, he was one of your inspirations. What is something that you would like to take from – how he was able to be like a rapper, businessman, and all that all together. What is that one thing business-wise that you would like to take and kind of add into your, uh, in, into yourself? Um, I, I, I think it's the idea of like as an artist and not to go nerd, like just diversifying, you know, the money that you, you have coming in so that you the best, the best of your art. I think with me, it's always been about like betting on yourself and your art. And sometimes that doesn't always pay off in um, an economical sense when it comes to, you know, uh, being an artist. Um, so, or releasing a record or releasing videos and all the stuff that you invest in that may not give you the return if, if you're, you know, taking these gambles. And I like to do what I feel like doing. So, you know, sometimes that works, sometimes that it don't. I think that, that that pressure could be alleviated and is alleviated actually um, by having, you know, the diversifying one income. So I think like it's like that, that's something I definitely learned from Master P. He's doing, you know, the, <laughs> the rap snacks he's got. I heard he's yeah. about to do, I heard he's about to do some cars. I heard he's <laughs> about to do, you know what I mean? I don't know what he's going to do yeah. next. It's like he's always entering into a business venture. But I mm-hmm. think that the idea of a hustler never dies, and especially if you're uh, an independent artist, you already have that sense of hustle mentality. I'm from New Orleans, bro, so I already got that. But like the 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 hustle mentality in terms of 
being an independent artist and having to be a self-starter, like, doesn't leave you just after you make a record, you know what I mean? You want to apply that to every area of your life. So I feel, um, you know, you want to keep making those plays in other areas of your life just the same way that you're doing music. And that can be whatever your interest is. Got it. All right, so you worked with a lot of the, uh, well, you worked with Global Warming um, team, but is there anybody in the team or a few of the guys that you like to work with uh the most oh definitely i'd say first and foremost crucial i i worked with the most i think well mm-hmm. him and him and malik 95 but definitely crucial is one of my favorite um to collaborate with just in terms of you know the energy the energy in the room is always on 10 with him and also he's like a real good friend of mine so um yeah. that's the bro and then i'd say malik 95 as well like the exact same like Malik actually was the first person in the room when I came up with the name global warming and came up with the whole idea uh he was actually there Malik shout out to you if you read this uh, I know, I don't know if how much he read interviews but he uh <laughs> he definitely was there and we talked for like hours about this the first night that I made it and Malik all over year too got it so um, I want to ask you this. What are some of your goals for 2021 um, music-wise? What are some things that you want to get accomplished this year? Well, I know 2020 was kind of hard for everybody just because of COVID and all the stuff that's, that's going on. But what are some of your biggest goals for uh, 2021 to accomplish? Definitely. Um, wait, I got to go back one thing. So okay. I didn't mention it first. James Seville is... Jamie is my boy, and I and I, <laughs> I forgot because like I don't know why I was just thinking about people's contribution to the project, and he only has two records on the on the song. I mean on the project, but he is incredible. Love James Got it. Um, yes. So uh, anyway, for 2021, I definitely am. I you know I, I set my goals to to not be really like. Uh, too far off from the sonic space. Like, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll that are like, I want to do this many videos. I want to do this many. It's it's really all record-driven this year yeah. in terms of making sure that I put out the best uh, Pell album I've ever put out. I feel like I'm definitely working on that currently. And yeah. so my goal is to have two albums. First one is Global Warming. Um, second one uh, being a personal Pell project. And then um, also releasing um, two different forms of video content that accompany both of these albums. So um, those are my big plans in terms of how they're presented. It, it'll be really, really special. But um, other than that, yeah, it's, it's it's just to be a better better version of myself every day. Got it. All right. So dream collaboration. Who was your dream collaboration? And I noticed that when I did, like I told you, I had a second separate question from when I asked you about the New Orleans artist. But I want to know from, like, from a hip-hop standpoint, all time or however, who would you like to work with um, dream collaboration-wise? Just one artist. Dream collaboration? Um, yeah. Oof, one artist. Yes, one artist. No, it's hard. For real. Pharrell, oh wow, that's so dope. Definitely. Yeah, would you like Pharrell, to... I'm sorry. That? Would you like 
for him to produce for you, or would you like him to be featured on a track with you? What you want? Because I know he's good at both. <laughs> I know, right? I I, well, I got to say both because uh, okay. <laughs> I think that the way I approach working with my friends and working with everybody that's been a part of the global warming, I um, I I try to be I try to channel his energy um, every time in a session. To be honest, so I think. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely something that uh, I, I, I want to see reciprocated. And also, I, I have so much to ask him, too, like if we have a question. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, that would be so dope. All right, so with it being Black History Month, um, I want to ask you this. What is one song that has to be in your uh, February playlist for Black History Month? Oof. In more recent memory, we're going to be all right. But... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'd say, ooh, Sam yeah. Cooke, Change is Gonna Come. Um, oh, nice. Great one. That would, be, that would be one that I always feel like comes around this, this month, and it, it, it's, it always pops up on my Spotify. I don't know if yeah. it's the algorithm that got me figured out, but, yeah, that's that's definitely one. Um, I, I think that you have to have that one on there. Uh yeah. Well, I, I listen to, because I don't want to do too much of a deep dive in Motown because all those are going to be love songs. But as far mm-hmm. as, like, as far as you know, something that I feel like makes me like get into my feelings and really uh, think about mm-hmm. how far black people have come, and also just like trying to pave my own little version of you know black excellence in everything mm-hmm. that I do. Like that mm-hmm. song, all it inspires me in terms of like you know, um, just how he set the scene like for what was his reality and like still had optimism during that and you know i mean i know the story there's tragic uh in in real life about how it ended with him but i think that songs live on and songs that really change us inspire us to do better and be better and every time i hear that record i go to the studio and make something that can inspire somebody to to do better or actually be changed that we want to so that 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 song really actually does uh, sit with me. Nice. All right, so I'm down to my last two questions. Um, my first one is uh, because I write for Respect Magazine. Uh, what are the first things that come to your mind when you hear the word respect? Uh, no, everybody has a different defi- uh, different definitions of that word, but what is your definition? Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nah>. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh no I I think respect is um um adoration um okay. for one's core values. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. respect from me loving what you stand for and loving, you know, what you stand for also means loving what I've seen you uh, uphold in your life. You know, yeah. I respect those who um, and that and that can be different for people respect people for different things. I know people, you yeah. know, yeah. like you know, re- can respect Tony Soprano even though he's out, you know he's out there, you know, um, killing people. And then you have people who you know only respect the saint. You know what I'm saying? And it, it depends on your values and what you hold dear to you. But I think you can you can definitely uh, only respect somebody if you love the, what they stand for and you love the actions that they show 
to to make you recognize what they stand for. And that's real respect. I only can respect somebody who I've seen do what they talk about. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> All right, so my last question is not necessarily a question. It's just basically a finished sentence. Because Black History Month, I want to end it with this one. Uh, my black is beautiful because, and you have to finish with um, why you feel your black is beautiful. So. Mm. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> my black is beautiful because I really love this question. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my black is beautiful. Ooh, my black is beautiful. <laughs> you you making me want to write a rap right now. But, but, <laughs> let me sit with that one. My my um. My black is beautiful. Take it down if you have to. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, it's, I, I love that. And I'm like, and, and, and I don't want it to be like, my black is beautiful because it's me, because it's who I am. Like, I, like I'm like avoiding yeah. that right now mentally. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one's interesting. My black yeah. is beautiful because Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's really yeah. what it is. Like, my black is beautiful because it's black. I don't really. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. That's it. Uh, all right. And uh, that's going to end our interview, Pell. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, do this interview with Respect Magazine. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you.